Yes, it is time to get into Sunday service. We've got Ellen Leonard, who has been booked and busy. Morning. Good morning. So you've been away for the last three weeks. We knew you were going away for your I birthday. Know. Did you miss me? I think she did. I missed I you. I missed loads. you terribly. Good. Well, I know you did because I was telling everybody earlier on that you kept sending me TikToks and you kept sending me memes and you kept sending me stories. I'm a pest. And I was like, you're off. I'm gone, but I'm not gone. Never gone. Mm-mm. No, always have that foot in the door. Uh, but come here to me now, because I've been teasing to everybody all morning that you had some brilliant news. And it wasn't the fact that you celebrated your 30th for an entire month, which I, I applaud. Thank you. I really milked that one. What, I, else, what else happened? So I was on my holidays in Menorca with my other half. And... Menorca. I got a gay. Yay! Did you know... I hadn't a clue or I didn't have the nails done. It was it was a really, really nice surprise. See, I thought we were going to, we were both 30 last month. So we were like, we'll go all out, have a lovely holiday. Um, he rented a boat, which is something he'd do anyway. Took us out and of course, I jumped straight into the sea, ruined my hair, had a snorkel on, had a GoPro on, never looked worse. <laughs> Climbed out of the boat and yeah, that happened. It was really nice. It was a lovely, no nails though, no makeup. I, I probably could have done with a little bit of a heads up, but I think it was perfect not knowing. No, I think you're better off not Yeah, knowing. it was so nice. Yeah, I loved your little photo. Your big wet head in the end. Yeah, the all the freckles. <laughs> the hat saved me. I had a lovely straw hat. <laughs> well, a big congratulations to you. Thank and you. dying for you to get stuck into wedding planning. But right now, we have got a lot to catch up on because first, we need to talk all about friends and Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. How did this slip past any of us? I don't know, but now, do you know what? I'll tell you how, because I went back and watched this yesterday evening and it took me two goes to watch it. So it's the episode, <laughs> um, it was in season nine, episode 15, and it's called The One With The Mugging. Um, and Jennifer Aniston was replaced in a scene. Um, it was actually discovered back in 2015, but nobody really knew about things back in 2015 as much, you know, it just didn't get around as much. But she was in the door, run, ran into Monica's apartment to tell Joey that he got an audition with um, Jeff Goldblum, yeah. his character. Um, and she was really excited and like it cut to back to Monica and a little bit of Joey, but in the corner you could see it wasn't Rachel, it was some other girl with long dark hair. But I did miss it the first time I had so to was go back stand-in. again. It was her stand-in and they never took her back out. And it's not the first time it happened in Friends either. It happened again in season nine. So we don't know what's going on in season nine, but they were slipping. And that was the one with the sharks. And this one was so obvious. They were sitting around Monica's kitchen table um, and they were having a chat, a chat about Chandler doing very questionable stuff. And about 12 minutes into the episode, they're sitting at the table and then again Joey walks in but Rachel was in this gorgeous yellow top and curly hair and then again in the corner you see a completely different girl with a completely different outfit with like straight hair I sometimes think for these things I I do think when you're working on a show that is running for such a long time Mm. and it has like 20, 21, 22 episodes I think they leave easter eggs to see will people notice well we didn't well we didn't Uh, but also did we not because I also have this conversation too that like it, it, now everything seems that we're very self-aware but I don't think it's that I think it's that we now have the internet yeah and it just you know, gets out people could have been talking about this at the time but it just didn't go anywhere exactly exactly whereas now it's on TikTok so now everybody knows about and it and they did used to do stuff like this in France like they'd leave bits in that were meant to be in like good bloopers when Ross was playing the bagpipes and Rachel was genuinely laughing and trying to contain herself and that was all left in and it does happen a good bit so you know just keep an eye it has happened in a lot of 
films you know when you're watching something and you're like I know that wasn't meant to be in there but it just works do you know what I mean? very quickly last night on Twitter I seen this tweet that said what movie has a plot hole that can't be ignored and one of the responses this blew my mind in the show Friends Chandler and Joey love the movie Die Hard and then Rachel starts dating Bruce Willis and they say nothing what isn't it so true? It's like, it just defies reality. Yeah. About, about it's like weaving happening. in and out. Yeah. It's like, I love it's that. Like it never does that. You <laughs> love all of this stuff. Okay, the next thing that I don't love, um, and I've openly been opposed mm. to this completely, Paul McCartney and AI. This is a mad one. And we were only talking about this a couple of weeks ago mm. with that new song with the Ghost Rider on TikTok with Drake and The Weeknd and how they basically made a whole song and you wouldn't have known it wasn't Drake or The Weeknd. But now Paul McCartney is at it and they're using artificial intelligence to create the last Beatles record. Um, I do think this is quite cool though. They're using technology to extract obviously John Lennon's voice from an old demo and they're running it through their bits and bobs to get it like a really pure sound. Um, and it will be the final song from the band. Um, but like, I know this is really dodgy territory, but I think when somebody's passed away like that and they were a member of a band and there is kind of human input on it, I like it. Okay. But it is, you know, it's murky waters. And the Grammys actually have decided now that they're changing the awards that it has to have human touch to any song it said a work that can contains no human um, authorship is not eligible in any category so that's going to be now looked at in the awards which is a whole new area for them to get into um, but I, I'm into this Okay, well, I hope you are. In this John instance. Dunn, John Dunn did this, okay? So he did an AI version of me on the off chance that maybe this weekend I'm sick and I can't be here. Hey, this isn't Laura Fox, but um, I'm pretending to be Laura Fox. Join the real Laura Fox this Saturday from 9, where she will be playing chat roulette <laughs> oh. with the one, only Tom Grennan, and also giving you the chance to go to Forbidden Fruit. Fruit. <laughs> Forbidden fruit. Doesn't she sound like a Canadian bogger? It's like you went on a J1 for a bit too long yeah. and came back. I wonder if there is a Canadian Paul McCartney. Possibly. Possibly. Cardi B and Bruno Mars let us finesse right here on 2FM and let's finesse these stories. Oh God, that was terrible, <laughs> oh wasn't it? Oh my God, that was a mom joke. I'm going to let you take over from here. Craig Thank David. <laughs> so Craig David has revealed that he has been celibate for maybe a year or so, so vague, in a bid to find true love. Um, I love that he's told us this, but he, obviously we know him from like back, back, back in the day, but he's always been hanging around. You know what I mean? He's kind of that artist that we all know him from younger and then like, past that but he's still floating around now a little bit but I feel like he on constantly he, look he did he gave us enough music for us to latch onto it yeah, like yeah. seven days uh, like not really letting him go yeah all those kind of things and he did a lot of residencies as well mm. so like a lot of club appearances look put the graft in he did, still talking he about did. but he admitted that his uh, days of being you know inappropriate and not very kind in relationships in his 20s and 30s um, have led to many different traumas and he's now packing that lifestyle in. So he said he's abstained from sex and he wants to try and focus on being like, you know, a really good partner and starting a proper relationship after years of being single. So he came out and said all this on the Louis Through podcast and he thinks it'll put him in the right mindset. So he won't have any 
you know, anything clouding his judgment going forward. And he goes, you know, sometimes you just got to pull it back. And I was like, lovely turn of phrase, yeah, Craig absolutely. David. I love that. But he said it was because, and this, I don't know, I'm not, I don't know if I'm buying this, but he said he had a number of flings because he was scared of getting hurt if he committed to a long-term relationship, right? Fair enough, that's mm-hmm. happened. But this was from a heartache from a two-week whirlwind romance when he was 16. Now, would you come off it? <laughs> sure, we've all been in bits when we were 16. Love knows no age, Ellen. Oh, God, he closed down his heart after that one. And, and now, you know, he's 42 and he's still held on to this trauma from 16. Um, but yeah, look, if you have to do it, you have to do it. But I ju- the only thing I have, that I get it, if if you've been a bit of an addict and this has been something that has messed up a lot of relationships for you because you've jumped from pillar to post, but at the same time, it's hard to get into a long-term relationship when you don't know what the end goal is going to be like, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, sure, exactly. I, I just, I'm not, I think I'm wondering, is he half saying this for the sake of it and clinging on to the fact that someone might have broke his heart when he was 16 and he's using that this as, is, this is as what an excuse. You doubting him. Yeah, as an excuse to have done whatever he did in his 20s and 30s and treat people whatever way he treated them and now he's just having like a come to Jesus moment. Do you know who could take a leaf out of his book? Who? Nick Cannon. Oh my God. <laughs> take a breather. Take a minute. <laughs> I think he actually tried to be honest a couple of months ago. He and didn't then, try very well, hard. Well, he did and then he ended up having two more kids. So, you know, here it is. Can't stop him. Uh, our next story today is Demi Lovato is tired of using them pronouns for themselves because it was too much explaining. Yeah, I, like I can't even imagine having to do that all the time. But she revealed that she's gotten tired of using they them. So she came out as non-binary in May 2021 um, but she has now since gone back to she and her as of August and that was because she is in a new relationship and she said that she's starting to feel more feminine and she was happy to go back using that but in an interview with GQ Spain she said she found it exhausting having to explain her decision to become gender fluid which I can imagine she just said it was important for her to continue spreading the word and why you know she's doing it and it's important to be mindful of how people want to be referenced but she just couldn't do it anymore yeah well I imagine I'm surprised about that now though I'm surprised now in 2023 that you would still have to be explaining your, yourself as but much, we, but maybe... But you have to remember that we we are thinking about this on such a small scale. Yeah. You're thinking about this of the your friends and family, mm. yeah, people around you, like, you know, people in your workplace, that's fine. Demi Lovato is on a world stage. Yeah. So with her podcast, YouTube channel, all of that, maybe it actually just got too much. And it was just like, oh, do you know what? Yeah. Like, she made a really good a point, actually, as well, about, you know, having to always just trying to go to the toilet. She was like, I don't feel like I belong. And I, like, what? Like, imagine yeah, having, trying to go to the bathroom and you're like, where, where am I going? And just being like constantly in a state of like stress and government forms and trying to fill those out. So it was a really interesting interview if you want to read it on um, GQ Spain. Um, but I feel bad for her. But she seems happy at the moment now that she's gone back. She just feels like she just wants to feel like a human. That's what she said. Well, this is it. And take a breather sometimes, take a little step back and just go, to the, you know, like doesn't really matter what other people think of me this is where I am mm-hmm. and this is where I'm at but look she struggled throughout her entire life and oh she's gosh. been very open about everything yeah. that she's done Ellen we are going to talk about my favourite Hollywood couple very very soon but first I think 
that seen as we are talking about Craig David let's no. talk about the track that brought him into it Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM Ellen, I thoroughly enjoy when I know for a fact that Orla on the team has written a headline for something. <laughs> Our next story is Tom Holland said that Zendaya was his childhood celebrity crush. Totally fair. Mm-hmm. In brackets, did he manifest this relationship? I feel like he absolutely did. A bang of Orla there. 100%. Definitely manifested it. Just like Harry did with um, Rata. Oh, it yes. works. Who else? Uh, Hayley Bieber with Justin Bieber. Yeah. She's tweeting yes. about how much of a big fan she was. Oh, of God, yeah. yeah. Caught in the background of all his gigs. Don't mention the war. Um, Let's get into this, though. So, Tom Holland uh, gushed as he spoke about his relationship recently, recently with Zendaya. They're only together two years. I oh, feel like they've been together a lifetime. Same. They feel like a real old soul couple. Um, they're really perfect together. But he had an interview recently with BuzzFeed. So, he's 27, Zendaya is 26 um, and he admitted that she was his first celebrity crush and when he was asked it was like straight out of his mouth like Zendaya no question no thought put into it like he didn't even have to think about it Um, and he, he goes on to say then like he doesn't really bother like trying to like impress her overly too much and he doesn't need to work on his charisma because they're just so in love like he said all the hard work is kind of gone now and they're just so comfortable and happy together no I don't believe this for a second Do you honeymoon not? phase is still going you have to put the work in two in. years well clearly it is like they're still so not that I'm saying they're so young but I'm saying they will have to put the work in at some yes. point That's yeah. not, you're not going to ride off into the sunsets on this for the rest of your life I love the way he said as well in the interview she's just so gas so he will come off social media because he needs a break right so he'll delete his app and he only like downloads it again when he needs to post something that he's doing or whatever and he said he'll go and open his messages and he will no joke have hundreds of memes and reels sent from her and he was like it's never ending she's just constantly on like social media sending them funny like Shut couple memes of them. no I thought she'd be really busy doing like celeb stuff like that's what I would do but at I, home on the couch I don't know but I think she probably I, I don't know I love Zendaya so much and I do feel like she's just she's, she's the reason I think that we like her so much is because she could be one of your friends totally yeah and I read as well when he was talking about the crowded room that's his new um, TV series and mm-hmm. you know there was like oh why isn't she here and he was like she's visiting her granny yeah. like, oh stop <laughs> I love her even more so awesome they're so cute our next story today Ellen we are talking all about Lizzo now this happened last week mm-hmm. but it's still huge we just have to give Lizzo another little nod because I just love she always uses her platform for good she was performing at the 2023 Governor's Ball in New York City but obviously like and still ongoing the wildfires in Canada the air in New York was disastrous you've probably seen a couple of videos that you could not see out the window it was all over my TikTok it's really scary um, those fires are still ongoing there's about like 350 fires across Canada or 450 actually um, and they were worried that it was going to be cancelled anyway it wasn't and she still was able to perform but she got up on the stage and in true Lizzo fashion she said in light of all the environmental events and disasters we need to listen to to our First Nations and Indigenous people of this country. Um, and she said, we need to listen to our water protectors. We're trying to make sure we have land to live on. Like, honest to God, amen, Lizzo. Like, she just, 
every time she opens her mouth, it's worthwhile. Do you know what I mean? She always has some little nugget or gem to impart on her fans. And I just love her. And I, it is actually really important and it's terrifying for everybody over there. Like you are literally told to stay indoors and she comes up on stage. But that's what, that's the thing that confuses me. Like if you're supposed to stay inside, I can't believe that she actually went out to do the, bo- you know, like, is it a bit counterintuitive? Like, was it a good idea? Probably not. But by the time Friday came, it did say that the air quality was now good. Okay. Good, so. I'd say, is probably being a bit generous, but it was safe-ish. Okay, fair. Uh, Lizzo, we were actually talking about her in our live lineup earlier on. She is going to be playing in Belfast on Thursday, and there's a couple of tickets left on Ticketmaster.co.uk. I know. You didn't get to see her in the three arena this year. She is going to be Might playing in Belfast. Might take a trip up. So it's only up the road. If she brings out James Galway on the flute again, I am there. <laughs> That's your lifelong dream oh, to see I love that. him. <laughs> Ellen, thank you so much for coming in and joining us. I think it is very apt to end on a little bit of this. It is Lizzo, it is Juice right here on 2FM. Ellen Leonard will be back again next thank Sunday you. for our Sunday service. See you later. Um, text us in right now. Totally forgot about you guys. 51552 if you want to play Back to Basics and win yourself that family pass to the zoo.